He'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace givings uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give the website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Shall we pray, O gracious Father? Heaven, we thank you once again for allowing us to come to the uh, precipice of a new week, a new day. We thank you for last week, Lord. And we ask you for blessings for this week. And this day, Sunday morning, Lord, that was not promised. But here we are again. We love you, Lord. We thank you. Uh, last week, Lord, we didn't come up to standard of you for you, Lord. We ask you to help us to be better this week. We ask you for more power, your peace and presence in all that we do, Lord. Change us for the betterment of the kingdom, Lord. We give you all the praise and the glory that is due to you. Now bless this weak, feeble servant that I am. Uh, give me strength, Lord, from on high. Say a word to be a blessing to someone under the sound of my voice. Oh, God, we love you. We adore you. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Glad to be with you once again for a few minutes with Pastor Mac podcast. And uh, we're here uh, this week, Romans 12, 9 through 12. We say happy holidays, Merry Christmas to you all. Uh, for this upcoming season coming up, we will rather we'll end and, um, hoping you and your family have a great one, uh, this year. Uh, Romans 12, 9 through 12, Paul, uh, letter to church at Rome, uh, next Sunday, um, actually the Sunday after next, um, scripture will be Luke, uh, 2, 10 through 11, Lord says the same, um, the 20, on Christmas Sunday, matter of fact, amen, I'm looking at my calendar, Christmas Sunday, Luke 2, 10 through 11, but today Romans 12, 9 through 12, again, glad to have you, those who tune in to a few minutes with Pastor Mike podcast, Paul writes, let love be without hypocrisy, detest evil, cling to what is good. Love one another deeply as brothers and sisters. Take the lead in honoring one another. Do not lack diligence and zeal. Be fervent in the spirit. Serve the Lord. Verse 12, rejoice in hope. Be patient in affliction and be persistent in prayer. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Uh, just want to tag this this morning. Keep working on me, Lord. Keep working on me. 
The story is told of a king who pardoned two criminals who were headed for death. They were on their way to be killed for their crimes, but he issued a pardon. Both men could now go free, but the reactions of the two criminals were totally different. The first criminal who had been pardoned was full of joy, excitement, and exuberance. He was shouting and screaming as he looked at the pardon. What joy to know I was on my way to death and I have been given life and not because of anything I have done. The other criminal stood trembling and thinking, could this really be true? Was this a joke? Nobody would do anything like that for me. Look at what I have done. He was terrified and rather than having the joy of the first criminal, he felt miserable. In fact, the second criminal tried to discover the joy of the first criminal by telling him not to get too excited. He tried to convince him that this might not be real. Because the first criminal believed the pardon, he had both the assurance and joy of his release. Because the second criminal uh, questioned the pardon, he had neither joy nor the assurance of his release. One criminal looked at the piece of paper that held his pardon and believed it. The other criminal looked inside of himself to see whether he really believed it. And because what he saw in himself was doubt, it took away the joy of his assurance. Paul in the 12th chapter gives a plea for believers to live lives that are pleasing and bear witness to the assurance of what God has done for us. And since he has done all of this for us, we should dwell on why we should, we should not dwell on why we should not praise him. But our mind should be on giving him glory all the time. I think I say that again. Uh, we should not dwell on why we should not praise him, but our mind should be on giving him glory all the time. The Jews had said if the Gentiles didn't do it their way, then they were not righteous before God. But Paul says that if you just do it this way, then you can have assurance of your salvation. Well, can I go back to the beginning of the chapter and mention that Paul said, therefore, brothers and sisters, in view of the mercies of God, I urge you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true worship. Do not be conformed to this age. Some uh, translations say this world, but be transformed by what the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. If you got somebody close to you, just tell them, turn around and say, I have the assurance of what God has done for me. Paul said, matter of fact, the, the Jewish Christians and the Gentile Christians had gotten into it so much, the Roman emperor kicked them out. And the Jewish Christians were concerned that the, the, the Gentile Christians would take over, kick the Jews out, the Jews and the, the Messiah, the Messianic Jews and the Jews, the Christian Jews and all, all the Jews, they, they were becoming so, uh, irritating to the emperor. But the Jewish Christians did not, they were more concerned about the Gentile Christians taking over the church. And so they were coming back slowly, still trying to define what a living life for Christ looks like. Paul puts it here. As I mentioned before, one, we'll look at 
Verse number nine, let love be without hypocrisy. Detest evil, cling to what is good. First, be real and holy. Contrary to what our culture says, love is not primarily a feeling. Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. But, but, But love is an action, meeting the need of someone else, even at personal expense. That sound familiar? Sound like something Jesus, God did by supplying Jesus. Why he said in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. Does that sound familiar that he would give someone else for us? Biblical love like that must not have any hypocrisy. It's got to be real. Some people put on a mask, a mask of love to cover hearts that are full of selfishness. Yeah, we looked the part. Even Jesus can tell you a little bit about that. Judas kissed him on the cheek. Judas kissed him in betrayal. It looked like love, but it was betrayal. It looked real, but it was fake. Paul calls us to be real. Be real about this business. The Greek word for hypocrite was used of an actor who wore masks. Some of the best actors and actresses I know come to church with masks on. They fake it when people ask them, how are you doing? They fake it because they're worried that people won't love them unless they wear a mask. Paul says, take off your mask, be real, and be holy. And secondly, Paul, Paul in verse number 11, he said, be excited and be faithful. Fervent. Uh, well, the verse reads, do not lack diligence in zeal, be fervent. In the, in the spirit, serve the Lord. Fervent translated is the idea of boiling water. If you are fervent in the spirit, you're boiling for the kingdom of God. You're fired up to serve the Lord. I always got church on my mind. My, my wife reminds you, always talking about you. Yeah, I am. Cause I got the Lord on my mind. And, and what we do for Christ will last. Not anything else, but only what we do. For Christ, there should be a fervent, burning, boiling feeling when it comes to doing for the Lord. A clear call from Paul to avoid allowing ourselves to become bored or tepid as we pursue our purpose as believers. Can I help some marriage, somebody marriage relationship now? You done got bored and tepid. You allowed yourself to just get into a rut, a routine. And instead of being excited, because you can't control your excitement, but you. You can't control your fervency, but you, you can't control nobody else, but you. We got a lot of dead Christians, a lot of dead saints coming to church, rolling in. The church is no place for laziness. The church is no place for boredom. Got to be at work for the Lord. You got to be fervent, boiling water. Have that itch for the kingdom. Have that stirring of your soul for for God. Paul is urging us, urging us to be all in, both spiritually and emotionally, when it comes to serving the Lord. Oh, my brothers and sisters, we had enough time of pacifying folk. If you're not being about it, I guess you need to be out it. But we got to get serious about this business. The world is moving along and the church is dragging behind. The world is is doing its thing. The church is saying, "Excuse me, can we do that?" No, we have the uh, we have the bound boldness of the Bible <laughs> to back us. 
preach, Pastor Mac. I'm doing the best I can. We got to be real about this. Be excited. Be faithful. Do not lack diligence in zeal. Be fervent in the spirit. Serve the Lord. We got to get back to serving God, not man. That's why I told you last week, I mentioned the church, that I can't have folk don't need to come to church for the pastor. You need to come to church for yourself. You can't come because I asked you, because all the pastor asked me to know, if you don't have a feeling for it yourself, it doesn't matter what I do. It's all because of you and your relationship with God. That's why so many people fall away from the church. They have no relationship with God. And I just tell folk, I mention this all the time, if Jesus is not your master, then I can't be your pastor. And that's the seriousness of the matter. There is no relationship existing between certain folk and God. No relationship. They got the mask on. They look like they love the Lord. They look like they love you and I. But oh, my brothers and sisters, the mask, they're not faithful. They're not excited to be working for the kingdom. Paul lays it succinctly. Gives it to us simply by telling us just to be this for the Lord. Should never be tired of God if we say, right? Question folk when they talk about they got excuses for not what they doing for the Lord, the kingdom. The Bible say, give your money as your grace offering. I try to use the word tithe, but give your, your, your free will offering. Give your offering, your first fruits. And people come up with all kinds of excuses. Just give God a tip. What are we gonna do with five dollars? What are we what are we gonna well, what are we gonna do with ten dollars? You we gotta be obedient. Gotta have some fervent excitement. Um for well, and then thirdly, lastly, be hopeful and prayerful. Verse twelve, rejoice in hope. Be patient in affliction, be persistent in prayer. Um I re- I could have just used that text for what a daily biblical life, a spiritual life should be each and every day. It is verse 12. Rejoice in hope, be patient in affliction, and be persistent in prayer. Because Paul wanted to be understood that we serve rejoicing in hope, not rejoicing in results. Because sometimes results may not go your way. Sometimes they may not turn out the way you wanted it, but we're not basing our rejoicing on the results, but we're basing our rejoicing on the hope in God. But this shows that we are commanded to do all these things with an eye towards heaven. So keep on rejoicing in hope. And be patient in affliction. Because one of these old days, we gotta go to our Father. Keep your eyes on Jesus and watch Him work it out. Keep on praying. Things will change. But if they don't, at least your perspective will. Because you pray, it takes your eyes off of you and your condition. And when you pray, it takes your eyes off you 
and your problems, uh, and it puts them on uh, the Lord God Almighty. That's what praying does. Uh, it helps you to remind yourself uh, that this too shall pass. Uh, whatever you're going through, uh, you're just growing through. Uh, just why Paul said it. Uh, just keep on praying. Be patient in affliction. Keep on praying. Be patient in what you're going through. Keep on praying and watch God working out for you. I was watching the World Cup and the fans were jumping, shouting, high-fiving, and clapping uh, while the action was on the field. Uh, but all that was going on uh, was the ball was being kicked uh, from midfield to the box uh, and from the box back to the midfield. Uh, and nobody was scoring, uh, but the fans uh, were jumping, uh, shouting, uh, high-fiving, uh, and clapping, there wasn't much going on on the field. And the Holy Ghost spoke to my heart and said that if the fans in a soccer match can be jubilant, excited, watching nobody score, if the fans of a soccer match can stand up and shout and high-five when there's nothing going on, then surely the children of God can jump and shout and high-five and clap hands for all he's done for us. Because one Friday night, they placed a crown of thorns on his head, marched him up Calvary's Hill, nailed him to an old rugged cross, put nails in his hands, riveted his feet, pierced him in his side. He died. Oh, he died. Till the sun refused to shine. Oh, he died. Till the moon dripped away in blood. Oh, he died. Till the soldier said, Surely, 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 this must be the Son of God. They took him on that cross, laid him in a borrowed tomb, and I've never seen a man laid in a borrowed tomb. I've seen a man borrow sugar. I've seen a man borrow a lawnmower, but I've never seen a man borrow a tomb. He laid there all Friday night. He laid there all day Saturday and Saturday night. But this is why we can shout, jump, and be excited. We can high-five and clap our hands because early, early, early Sunday morning, he got up from the grave with all power in his hand. Keep on working on me, Lord. I'm not what I 
want to be, but thank God I'm not what I used to be, and no matter what you're going through, give him praise, no matter what trial you're facing, give him praise, worship him, give him glory for all he's done, he woke you up this morning, started you on your way, you put food on his, on your table, uh, had capacity of your mind, uh, faculty of your limb. Uh, he allowed you to come to church uh, and give him some more praise. Uh, give him glory. Say yes. Say yes. Uh, for all he's done. And I don't know what you're going through. Uh, Invitation is extended yes, now. If you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better, uh, get saved, allow him to come into your life, simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org. Or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org. Contact us and someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you thank you again for listening to our podcast we hope something was said be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us bless you God bless you county line we love you to life and you can't do anything about it look forward to next week the Lord says the same we hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out.